But when Emily found that hole, I don't know what lived in there. Maybe it was something getting food. I don't know. Have you ever wondered what children actually think when they're engaged in nature play? Well, wonder no more as we bring you the voices of children from one of my favourite natural wild spaces in Hobart, Tasmania. Welcome to Raising Wildlings, a podcast about parenting, alternative education and stepping into the wilderness, however that looks, with your family. Each week we'll be interviewing experts that truly inspire us to answer your parenting and education questions. We'll also be sharing stories from some incredible families that took the leap and are taking the road less travelled. We're your hosts, Vicky and Nikki from Wildlings Forest School. Pop in your headphones, settle in and join us on this next adventure. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Raising Wildlings podcast. My name is Vicky Oliver and we are extremely exhausted after our most epic holiday program yet. We had most of our sessions on the Sunshine Coast and Brisbane booked out. And so as we ease into term four and catch our breath, we're going to do something a little bit different on the podcast today. In today's episode, we are featuring the voices of children from Howra Primary School during their Nature Play sessions with Kara Spence, who is the founder and director of Nature Be In It in Tasmania. Now, Kara is part of our Nature Play Educator Mentoring Program, and it has been so insightful to be working with other practitioners around the country, learning all about how they operate and sharing what we know about working in this industry with each other. So when I was listening to the insights of both the children and the educators, it really resonated with me because it reflects our own experience of being out in nature with children. So if you're curious about how children actually feel about being outside and what kinds of things they find interesting or enjoyable, then this is the episode for you. And you can consider this episode a tiny glimpse into the day in the life of a nature play worker. This recording is so incredible to listen to and was created by the Wayfinder Mobile Storytelling Studio by Helene Thomas. So enjoy. So let's say our hellos. Do we remember that all together, do you think? Oh, amazing. Is everyone else have an idea what they'd like to do today? If you have an idea, you can stand up now and go explore. My name is Kara Spence, and I work with Nature Be In It. I'm the founding director, and I set it up to help people reconnect to nature. Found a bug. It keeps stalling when it goes like on the edges. Most schools call it nature play. Some schools call it bush school. And when I run a holiday program, I call it nature school. Let's bring it back to base. We found like a deer. We thought it was Aboriginal bark, so we sent them a photo. So I'm certified forest school leader, and that's came from Scandinavia and the UK. So the ethos has been brought over to Australia um, from Europe. Where's the anchor? You've made an anchor? I tried to. Let me see. Where is it? Where to? Where are you going to put your anchor? We could 
use it also to be like you could climb up the rope of a, the unit like for a treehouse. Okay, where should we find a good place to start the treehouse? Seeing the outside space as a classroom, as a learning environment. I go around, I'm at five different schools, and I work with kinder to year six, so it can work for any age level, but there is definitely a focus on the early years in most of the schools. That is a ginormous rock, actually, especially for this site. Are there any fossils on that rock? I, I talk a lot to students, I'm asking them questions all the time outside, and I ask this one prep student, why do you love coming to nature play? I, I mean, I ask that question a lot. I like nature play because we can find little gum nuts and use them as babies and make houses at nature play. Yeah, I like learning about um, animals, the features about them. Climbing trees and saying hi to the earth. And there's a little spot that we like the most and it looks like a little house. You can have a look at all the bushes and you can run around. The main answers all fit into categories of freedom, choice. We get to build stuff and create stuff. And I, when I questioned a bit deeper, I said, well, how is it different than the playground? Because you also get to play and have freedom at lunch and recess. And she said, and I've heard, now I've heard this a few times, she said, on the play equipment, you have to do the same thing over and over again. And here we can make it our own and it changes every time. And I thought, yeah, that she's exactly right. That's why it's interesting and that's why it's exciting because every day is different with the weather. Every day is different with the living things you might interact with or find. I found um, a piece of bark that fell off a tree in the hole and got buried. My name's Thomas. I'm six years old. In Nature Play, we made ochre and this is how you make it. You get an ochre rock, rub it on another rock and then pour water on it, then rub it on your finger, and then if you rub it on someone, it becomes ochre, like paint. I'm Charlotte and I'm six. I was playing with my friend Emily and climbing some trees, and I, I was rested in the tree for a bit, and I, I kind of forgot how to jump down. And then we just went to look for feathers and make a nest. But when Emily found that hole, I don't know what lived in there. Maybe it was something getting food. I don't know. I am Ivy and I'm six years old. I was building houses and I made a bed. And our house had a key and a door and a backyard. And we climbed trees. And you get stronger if you climb trees more than just watching an iPad. This one. Okay, you want that one? And so what do we need? We need this rope to tie it on to. There, you did it. Okay, awesome. There's lots of knots in it, isn't there? Yes. The first thing I, I notice, I suppose, is that every child, regardless of, of age and background, absolutely adore going outside and adore coming. When I come to the schools, I'm just constantly met with, car, car, is it my day? Is it my day? Because I don't, they don't get to go out every time. Um, and they just absolutely love it. And I think that 
can lead back into their love of learning. So they don't realize they're learning when they're outside, but there's a huge amount of learning, and especially with skills, cooperation, um, resilience, courage, risk-taking, but also th through science and geography. So they don't necessarily realize that they're learning and they're driving their own learning. So outside, uh, they can personalize their own learning environment in ways that is very hard to do in the classroom. And so they feel a lot of, they're in flow, they're in, in, and they really relax and they feel very, very happy outside. It has like some scales. Yeah. Go like mm, what made that? What's that? Mm. One little girl a few weeks ago said to me, How many sleeps until nature play? They just count down the days every day. When's nature play? When's nature play? A gold was inside. Gold? You too. A gold. A gold. I'm Lucy and I teach prep every Friday. Being um, at Nature Play, you see just the curiosity and wonderings just coming out, all of the amazing questions and, and the engagement. You know, there's, there's kids in the class that can't focus for more than a couple of minutes sometimes and, as we saw today, they settle into something and they can be working on it for 40 minutes or the whole session, just so engaged and immersed in what they're doing. And I think, again, that comes down to it being child-led. Yeah, they're really focusing on, on their own interests. Well, look at my mum's turning black. After Nature Play every week, we always have a class meeting and discuss what we've done, what we've seen, anything new we did or interesting. And they're all really eager to hear each other speak. Um, the listening and the turn-taking in that time is, yeah, really amazing. And then we usually um, come up with some questions or an inquiry about something that came from that nature play session, something we as a class want to find out together. How come? How do you know that? Because it's smaller than all of that variety. Oh, that's a good clue. Is it soft? Yeah. Yeah? What colour is it? Light and grey. Mm. I, I think I found one of the bars. There were these three girls working on making a teepee together and it just kept falling down time and time again. And they were collaborating and really working together to just try to make it stronger and change their planning and thinking and listening to each other's ideas and um, until they built it so it was strong enough to stand up and then they actually got to decorate it and I think that's a really good um, reflection too of that resilience building. They weren't giving up because the first time it didn't work. They were working together and they kept going and going and going. And you see a lot of those things happening at Nature Play, whether it's building something or trying to climb a tree. But they just, they commit. They don't get upset that they can't do it the first time. They learn every time and change what they're doing and do it differently. I've heard of some bugs that make... You heard that some bugs made that? Yeah. How do you know? What do you, gives you a clue that the bugs made it? Because... <gasps> they're little! Look at that little, I bought some little.
You finally managed to climb the tree? Yeah. Yeah. How did that feel? Good. Did you do it all by yourself? Yes. How does it make you feel about yourself? Really happy. <laughs> it feels like I can do everything. Even climb other trees. They climb that tree. We don't ever help them get up or down trees. It's up to them what they can. And they do. It ends up, it encourages them to cooperate and, and help each other and work together. You're doing a great job of tying. You did all this tying. You don't think you can do those two? Along with my combination of being a former park ranger and a teacher, it really gave me these skills and confidence to um, bring in a lot more risk to our school settings. So we've become really risk adverse. And being outside is a perfect place for taking natural risks. <laughs> well, you might have a try, have a smell. It can be quite nice. I like this. Can you get it? A little bit. And what do you like about these? Oh, it's crawling. I know it. Look how many legs it has. Those are tiny. My name's Lisa. I'm a clinical psychologist uh, and I've been working with children and adolescents for, for many years. There is a perception that, that the risks really are a barrier to taking kids out into nature, but actually uh, what we know is that uh, the risks are actually one of the best reasons to, to take kids out there. I think uh, children really need a degree of risky play in their development, and I think uh, we, we really need to get back to that stepping back and, and letting them have a go at things that are outside of our comfort zone. Uh, we know that risky play combines fun with a little bit of stress and learning to handle that stress is what builds resilience and, and problem-solving skills as well. Like, you know, there must be about nine kids over there all working together on a big project. They've lifted that huge, I don't know if you noticed, they lifted that up and moved it. And now they're happy with that position of it. <laughs> Children really have this uh, innate self-protective mechanism and the more that we step in and, and prevent them from using it, uh, the more they start to rely on other people uh, to problem solve for them and, and to judge situations for them. So when we allow them to engage in, in some risky play, we're actually doing them a favour. Okay, still two minutes. I believe that our disconnection with nature is our causing a lot of the problems we have today with obesity, um, depression, anxiety, and that reconnecting to nature can, can work in a really powerful way. So I believe nature connection is a deep human need and that it is our greatest challenge today and our greatest hope to have the humility to reconnect with nature because we're all mammals and we were we evolved outside and we're most comfortable outside even if we don't know it yet or we forget forget we are if you would like to share something you noticed today something you did today you know what i noticed everyone was playing so beautifully with each other there was a lot of working together looking after each other and looking after this our special place so i saw that there was a lot of care no one was um, taking branches down. Everyone was being very gentle. Some people made ochre, I see. 
Some people climb trees for the first time, got higher than they've ever been. So we love that seeing you explore and and making your basically making this your special place out here in the bush. Okay, I think that's all the time we have. Can we say our goodbyes together? You ready? One, two, three. The people. We thank the people now and before, before. who cared for the land, cared for the land. From, mountain to shore. from mountain to shore. Together we will, Together we will. Discover, and grow. discover and grow and care for each other and country wherever we go. There is just something so special about hearing about time in nature from the children themselves. We hope that this little soundbite took you right into the heart of nature play with these children and their educators. We would like to extend a special thanks to Cara Spence and the children from Howrah Primary School for being part of this recording. If this has inspired you to make nature play a permanent part of your week this term, then here at Wildlings we have many, many programs available for you during term time on both the Sunshine Coast and in Brisbane. So starting on the Sunshine Coast, we have our nature playgroup meeting at Point Cartwright, which is hands down one of my favourite wild spaces on the whole of the Sunshine Coast. So there will be some rocky shore exploration going on every Tuesday. And then our forest kindy sessions are held every Wednesday and Thursday at our Petrie Creek site in Burnside, and those are almost booked out. Our homeschool program is now fully booked on the Sunshine Coast. However, in Brisbane, we have a number of programs that are still available, including our playgroups, which is starting next week at Fig Tree Pocket on Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday morning, in Carindale on Thursdays, and our newest playgroup, which we're hoping to announce very soon on the north side. Much anticipated. We're getting lots of emails about that. And we've also got Forest Kindy running in Fig Tree Pocket on Tuesdays and Carindale on Wednesdays, and our homeschool program also in Carindale on a Wednesday afternoon. And on top of that, we've also got our after-school program at Fig Tree Pocket on Tuesdays. So much nature, so much to get into. So if you're interested, head to wildlingsforestschool.com forward slash bookings to book your place. Next week, we're speaking to our resident herpetologist, Gem the Snake Catcher. And already this spring, we have had our fair share of reptile friends visiting us, including a large red belly black snake that visited one of our vacation care programs this week and unfortunately due to an injury to its head it had to be euthanized so we can't wait to hear more about the interesting life of snakes and probably what we are more interested in learning is how to stay safe when we're sharing our beautiful nature spaces with the local wildlife so as always we love doing this journey with you so until next time stay wild Mm -hmm.